0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. It is June 6th, Tuesday, my birthday, 50th birthday, old man Williamson here. And uh, just so happens as I was driving down to the facility, I realized that your Steelers starting quarterback, Kenny Pickett, and I share a birthday and uh, he is a quarter of a century old today where I am half a century old today. So happy birthday to Kenny. Happy birthday to me. Happy, thanks for all of you listening, tuning in. Um, OTAs was great today. And not that I have a ton to report of on the field stuff, but spirits are high. They ha- they have an alumni day where there was Louis Lips and John Banizak, And I want to say there's probably a dozen to 15 former Steelers, you know, had good careers here down there and they were, you know, having, having a great time in the lunchroom and enjoying practice and taking pictures together with Tomlin and all that good stuff. So uh, I was really impressed. I'll be honest. I was, I was driving down there today thinking, ah, this is the beginning of the third week. Maybe they're getting sort of tired of things, you know, kind of like how training camp gets to be a little old. Um, but then I get down there and there's people everywhere. I mean, there's pit dudes everywhere. There's tons of media um, like I said, the alumni were down there. The players, you can tell were feeling it. They're a lot, maybe more than any practice I've been to thus far. Players staying after on the field to do more work. You know, just the tempo I thought was great and just the attitude, the weather. So it's been a real positive experience. I've gone to, you know, I've been to OTAs, every one of them now for the last, I don't know, since, since I've been doing the drive with Dale, six years, something like that. And I say I, this was the one that has the most positive feel to me. And I think there is a lot of optimism. They know who their quarterback is now. There's new bodies in the buildings, you know, Salamalu and Peterson and guys like that. You know, they were active in free agency. I think everyone's excited about the draft class. And, you know, the young offense is a year older. And I'm not telling you, you know, I'm not trying to pump you up of a Steelers or a Super Bowl sleeper or anything like that, but – I do think the positive vibes and that type of thing down there is very, very real. So there's that happy birthday to Kenny. Happy birthday to me. Um, my weekly article went live today. I think it was right around noon and it focuses very much on the Steeler linebacker position. Um, I'll probably talk more in depth about what I tore up, you know, tore into um, tomorrow's podcast. But it just so happens, and basically the real crux of the article, go check it out. I'm not giving it to you for free right now. You got to go get it and give you a day or two to digest it before we talk it through as usual. The crux of it was, which we've talked about here too, I thought the linebackers, and what I mean by that are off-the-ball guys. You know, not – I'm not talking about TJ Watt. I'm talking about off-the-ball dudes. That linebacker was the weakest part of the team last year, was the weakest position group of the team And I still think it is. And really, the the article is, if you're going to cut corners somewhere in today's NFL, is linebacker a good one to do that in? And we'll leave that for the eye of the beholder. But it just so happens, something I've been wanting to talk about, and I've kind of danced around it a little bit because it's a rumor. But it devolves Isaiah Simmons. And I keep getting asked, and I keep seeing it on Twitter, the Steelers into Isaiah Simmons. Should they trade for him? What, what is that a good move? Blah, blah, blah. So let's take a quick break and I will come back and tell you all about Isaiah Simmons and if I think it's a smart move or not. All right, Isaiah Simmons, linebacker. Well, that's a bit of a misnomer too. Arizona Cardinals. He was the eighth pick in the 2020 draft. He doesn't turn 25 years old until late July. And he's a physical freak. Well, and here's the other fact you need to know. They declined his fifth year option. So Simmons has now has three years in the books Has never missed a game. He's played 16 two years ago, 17, 17. I think they were playing 16 in 2020. Eh, I should know that off the top of my head. No, they weren't. So, he's never missed a game. At most, he's missed one, if I'm wrong about that. Um, Highly drafted, freak athlete. I mean, a phenomenal athlete coming out of Clemson. Still was a phenomenal athlete. He's 6'4". A little under 240 pounds, but doesn't look it because he's so tall, so long, He's kind of a wiry body type, and the beauty of him and the appeal of him coming out of school and why he was the eighth pick in the draft was extreme athleticism and extreme versatility. So, at Clemson, there's many snaps of him playing Minka Fitzpatrick, Ed Reed, deep middle safety. Like, wow. There's snaps of him in the box. There's snaps of him... Rushing off the edge, you know, in a TJ Watt fashion. Not as well, you know, but I mean, used that way. Just lined up off the edge, screaming, telling the whole world I'm coming and beating people with speed. Um, Man-to-man stuff, zone stuff, slot, all those things. But he goes to Arizona, and the year after, they take Zavin Collins, who is a different style linebacker, but is also a first-round pick from the Cardinals. But his calling card was versatility, too. Boy, he's 6'5", 265. What a great edge rusher. Is he off the ball? And the reality is they use back-to-back picks on Collins and Simmons. Simmons first. About And basically, were a bunch of square pegs into round holes, more or less. You know, that never really found a home for either. And Miles Jack was this way coming out of UCLA, you know, that – boy he can cover slots he can do this he can do that and you get to the league and you realize what is he you know and that's a problem you know some of these versatile do it all guys even in the ACC or SEC comes to the pros and don't really have a bread and butter and so i think this new regime is like we're not investing in linebackers anymore you know we're going to go building the trenches we're going to have early picks they're Tanking this year, and they're moving on from people. They just cut DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm sure they could have got a late draft pick for him, but they cut DeAndre Hopkins, get him out of the building, you know, eat his cap space. So Simmons is like a six to seven million dollar cap hit as a former early first-round pick. And he's a free agent after the year. Again, they did not pick up his, his contract. But what they what he ended up doing really last year is not playing deep middle center field. Not playing a typical off-the-ball linebacker, although there was some of that. He really turned into their slot corner. So, is that good or bad? I mean, he's an unproven linebacker. Like, if you ask him to sit there and be Ryan Shazier because he's athletic, he is not proven to be able to do that yet. But the fact that he can even just be a big slot has some appeal to me as a Steelers. You know, like, who exactly is going to be the Steelers slot? Maybe he's the best option. I mean, especially if you're playing Mark Andrews, you know, I mean, a tight end type slot or a Kelsey. Now, he still is an up and down player. Somebody I know pretty well that's close to this organization, though, told me six months ago when I was even talking about through a Steeler lens, it was actually at the Combine. I don't know why Isaiah Simmons came up and they said, this team has ruined him. If he goes to a smart team, he will be a superstar. Now, I'm not going to bet every dollar I own that if the Steelers traded for him, he would be a superstar, but he has that capability. And if he can be, I don't want him play in deep middle. I don't need him, I don't need him playing play in deep halves, but if he could be your big slot, kind of like the Ravens use Kyle Hamilton, big safety, you end up being their slot last year, and this is not uncommon in the league anymore and maybe just a new you know, scenery can make him your second linebacker or you're passing down replacement for Roberts or comes in and lights it up and is better than Holcomb or Roberts. I mean, that's obviously the home run. Then it's a great deal because I think he costs you at this point, again, they didn't pick up the fifth year option, So that really lowers his cost in terms of they, they've told you they're going to move on from him. So, Uh, A tanking Cardinals team, would they rather have Simmons for one more year or a fourth round pick? I think you could easily get him for a fourth round pick. Maybe a fifth. I think I would offer a fifth. But you only get him for one year. So if he's great, then you got to extend him. I I mean, if he's great, great, you could franchise him. That seems really getting ahead of himself considering his track record. But he's somebody I would be interested in. I mean, they do have some cap space. Um, I don't love trading future picks, but... It was a little bit of hubris here. I would think their offseason needs a year from now aren't as extensive as they are this year, but maybe I'm getting ahead of myself there. Who knows? Uh, I always want to keep future picks in my back pocket. Maybe you could trade him Kevin Dotson in a six. I mean, they're trying to rebuild their offensive line. I don't. Know, I'm just thinking of angles. I'd love to get my hands on this guy with a much better coaching staff, with a very distinct plan. You're a linebacker and you're playing some slot, you know, but. It's far from a sure bet and just don't you know say, boy, I remember that name. I remember watching McClemson flying all over the field. What a superstar he'd be. There's a lot of risk involved. Um, last note on him, and this is just a statistical thing, because the splash plays the Steelers linebackers failed to create last year is just mind boggling. And Simmons is better. But over three years, he's forced seven fumbles. He has seven and a half sacks four of which were last year. So developing pass rusher. And I mentioned he does have pass rush potential. Um, He's recovered two fumbles and he has four interceptions. So not the best big play guy in the world, just from those four standard metrics, but better than they had last year and way, way more upside than any linebacker they've had since Shazier, basically. I mean, I would imagine off the top of my head. I mean, even Bush. I mean, I think he was probably a better prospect than Bush coming out because of the size. I mean, he's 6'4 with long arms and very fluid and fast as a gazelle. But what kind of take-on player is he? I don't even know if I care about that in the NFL anymore. <laughs> it sounds so – I mean, that sounds bad, but that's really where the league is. Just play in space, cover. And he's still a work in progress there, but – I'd be interested. And again, I think that's the last piece of the puzzle is maybe adding a linebacker, whether it's Quan Alexander or Rashawn Evans or Simmons. Yeah, I mean, so I wouldn't fight it. Uh, I wouldn't give up a third. Uh, I would consider a fourth or a fifth or a Dotson, something like that. So interesting stuff. Uh, I don't know if there's any validity to it at all, by the way. I just keep getting asked about this player, asked about this player. And since I've been focused on the linebackers this week, I figured we'd chat about it. All right, take care. Over and out.